This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Let's Talk Arsenal series. On today's show, we're going to be talking a little bit about Eddie and Ketia signing a brand new Arsenal contract. And not only that, but of course, getting a brand new Arsenal number and the reaction that has, of course, gone on side with that. But I hope you're doing good. And well, if you haven't already subscribed to the channel, we do daily transfer updates for you guys, as well as these discussions show sometimes with guests, sometimes without guests like today, and sometimes even talking to new people on the channel, which I'm very open to in specifically today's show. I'm actually quite game to uh, speak to some different people today. If you've got a very strong view on this, do get in contact. You can do that by Twitter at Laguna Talk TV. You can also do that via Instagram. I'm just going to put the details on the bottom of your screen now if you're over 18 years of age and you've got a camera and a mic and a quiet place to record with good internet connection then hop on and give your thoughts on this topic to start though what i thought we would do and i haven't got anyone lined up by the way so you know if you'd like to come on just drop us a dm and uh you can come on and have a chat about it but just to kick things off let's uh let's share the screen specifically uh, to go on to Eddie and Ketia's brand new contract. If you've not already seen, which I don't know if you have been living under a rock, but uh, this is what we've missed so far. Uh, Eddie and Ketia signing his brand new deal. Uh, Mikel Arteta said, I'm delighted that Eddie is staying with us. He represents what we are all about and all the values of the club. We are very happy that he has extended his contract and now we have to work and continue to develop the great talent and person that we have in him. Edu said the foundation's of this squad are built on young talent, and in particular, those who have come through the academy system. Eddie was released by another club as a young man, that was Chelsea, um, but has always shown he has the attitude as well as the ability to become a top player. The fact he signed a new contract is an important part of our squad planning for next season, and we're all delighted. And, of course, as it says at the bottom of the screen there, Eddie will wear the brand new number 14 for next season. Now, this is obviously quite a divisive topic it seems or rather should it be because I said the other day you know we talked about this we brought up this I told you guys a couple of days ago I think it was on yesterday's show that Eddie would be getting the number 14 
And you know that even in the comments of that show, there were people that were, what's the right way to describe it? Resistant uh, is probably the most polite way to put it, uh, to the idea of Eddie getting the number 14. In my opinion, I think you can be, I think you can have an opinion, which is, you know, if it was me, I wouldn't have given him the number 14. And I think that's fine. You know, if your opinion is, if it was up to you, you wouldn't have given him the number 14. I think that's fine. If you want to have that opinion, that's fine. I'm not even going to criticize you having for that opinion, you know, because that's fair. I'm not going to sit there and tell somebody that they can't have a view that they wouldn't have given him the number 14. That's fine. If it was, you know, if for him, and it was a real defining factor in kind of Arsenal showing him that commitment, showing him what they needed to show him so that he would commit his future to the club, you know, maybe that would come into my thinking a little bit more in swaying me to go, you know what, okay, look, go prove it, earn it, go and show that we've put the faith in you. But what I think is the problem is when you go onto Instagram or you go onto Twitter, which I know as I say those words, I sound like a massive hypocrite because, you know, I'm already tempting fate by saying going onto Twitter, going onto YouTube, going onto to Instagram. And you read through some of the comments. It's honestly, it's unbelievable some of the responses. Let's just kind of read through some of these. Thierry Henry, these are in response to the official posting of Eddie Nketiah's contract. Thierry Henry, Eddie Nketiah, welcome to Arsenal boys and girls. Straight face emoji. Number 14 shirt isn't a shirt to grow into. Surely it might weigh him down. You know, I think that's a fair criticism in fairness. You know, I don't have too much wrong with that. Huge disrespect to the king. Is this a joke or what? How can he deserve this number, total waste. No, 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 crying emoji. <laughs> From Henri to Enketia, crying face, crying face, crying face, crying face. It's getting worse every day. <laughs> that number 14 jersey is too big for him in this stage of his Arsenal career. Honestly, why? What the hell? Someone who offered him £100,000 a week should give him this from his own salary. This person's just put the word pain. Okay, let's just, I'm going to re reverse back to that. Of all the things in the world to cause someone pain, it's Eddie and Ketia getting the number 14. Um, this person's put the iconic number has been, well, I'll, I'll let you use your imagination as to what the last word was. Uh, and this person's put, what a shame. Obviously, all the jersey number, of all the jersey numbers, 14, oh no. Look, there's more. You can go, and, and to be honest, I've read you quite a few of the tame ones. Um, I didn't really want to go through the, the less tame ones, to be honest, because I like to think of this as more of a family channel. Um, as I said at the start of the show, if it is your opinion that you you wouldn't have given him the number 14, that's fine. I'm not going to criticize you for having that view. But if your reaction to this is to go and post on social media or specifically in response to the post on the Arsenal website, or the Arsenal Instagram page, that this is a disgrace, that this is embarrassing, and then going and personally attacking Nketiah and doing it in a moment of a, the biggest moment in this kid's career. You know, he's been at the club for 10 years. And he's not really, if we're very honest, been given the opportunity to start consistent games like he did in those last eight, nine games of the season. And in those last eight, nine games of the season, for a striker that had barely played, get pretty close to the maximum possible 
and nearly helped us get into the Champions League. You know, despite the fact that we we were in a situation where we'd mismanaged the January window, we didn't bring in the striker that we needed. That's not on Eddie and Ketia. It wasn't Eddie and Ketia's fault that we didn't sign a striker in January. That's on Arteta and Edu and the recruitment and the club and the owners and all of those people. It's not on Eddie. Eddie came in and gave his absolute maximum during those games. Press more than I've seen any player in the Arsenal squad press that entire season. You look at his pressing stats, they were insane. He was averaging 19 presses per 90. And when you consider other strikers that we're being linked to that are raved about for their pressing, like Gabriel Jesus, for instance, he's averaging like five or six more presses per 90 than someone like him. And like this is the biggest moment in his career. And because some people can't get over their own pride and their own opinion about this, that they feel it's necessary to jump online and to just slam this guy into the ground. And obviously this has had a reaction because Ian Wright, as you've probably seen, um, has replied uh, to one of the tweets. In fact, I know Chris Chris Davidson tweeted this. One of my colleagues at football.london, if you're not following him on Twitter, you can find him at cdavidson underscore AFC. Does some really good stuff and actually did a really good interview with Bailey um, with Miguel Lopez, who was a former Porto Academy coach and worked with Fabio Vieira. So if you've not yet watched that, definitely go over to the Arsenal way. Link in the description as always and go and listen. Um, Righty Official replied to uh, a comment on Instagram and he said, I won't read you the comment he replied to. You can go and find it if you want. It's ridiculous. Uh, he said, what's a number? Why don't you say nothing if you have nothing positive to say to our players? You can never call yourself an Arsenal fan with negativity of this nature. Would you say this to Eddie's face? If not, shut the F up. And the thing is, is that Righty writes this in a really good way because he says, why don't you say nothing if you have nothing positive to say to our players? And it's that to our players pit that's important because he's not saying that you can't criticize. He's not saying that you couldn't say, go onto social media or go onto a YouTube channel or have an opinion and you criticize the club or you said... If it was up to me, I wouldn't have offered Eddie Nketiah because I think it's too big for him. I think that the the idea of the number 14 is an iconic historical figure at the club. And, you know, we should have probably given that to someone either coming in with with experience, with pedigree. Uh, and I don't think Eddie Nketiah is ready for that. That's fine. But, you know, as Wrighty says there, the words to our players, if you're going on and specifically directing your criticism, and in some senses, as we've seen, and in one, fortunately, one of the replies that he's, Wrighty's replied to, specifically at Eddie and Ketia. It's just too far. And in the end, like he obviously says, would you say this to Eddie's face? But also, you can never call yourself an Arsenal fan with negativity of this nature. And again, that's not Wrighty saying you can't be an Arsenal fan if you've got some negative views. You know, we've all got negative views, especially after disappointments, you know, especially after we got knocked out of the Europa League by Unai Emery's Villarreal. I had some pretty negative feelings. I came onto the channel and did a show talking about why I felt that Mikel Arteta should be sacked after that game and why I felt like we should have moved on. That was a pretty negative show, as you'd probably imagine it would be. But the specific words that Wrighty uses there of this nature, going and atting, going and replying directly to a player, to the club, it's just, it is absolutely not the behaviour of, of a fan. It just isn't. It is not the behaviour of an Arsenal fan. And it is not something an Arsenal fan should do. It's not characterised what an Arsenal fan is described to be. You can be negative, you can be critical. But if your nature of being negative and critical about this is obviously to go on and and talk about this directly to the player, 
it's it's just not good enough for me. It's just not good enough for me. Um, we've got some interests in people coming on to have a chat about this and have a talk about this. I'm going to hopefully send some links in uh, across Discord so we should be getting some more people onto the show. If you're interested in having your thoughts heard about this topic, then please make sure you send us a message over on Twitter at the Guna Talk TV or the Guna Talk on Instagram. Uh, we will try and get you on as quickly as possible. Apologies, you can probably see I'm multitasking like crazy. Uh, at the moment, trying to get this stuff sorted. Uh, and obviously, the other thing that we saw today was uh, Gabriel Magalash. Gabriel Magalash uh, tweeted uh, quite poignantly today. So let me get the tweet for you guys so I can read it word for word. I did share it over on Twitter at the Guna Talk TV if you're not already following us. Um, Gabriel tweeted, How can you be so ungrateful? OMG, uh, upside down, smiley face. Um, and I, I think obviously, and people talked about this being a bit broad and maybe he wasn't specifically talking about Ian Ketia. But if you go onto Gabrielle's likes on Twitter, uh, he has liked a reply um, to one of his tweets, which specifically mentions it. Uh, Molly at Moles AFC replied saying, don't be fooled by the loud haters. Plenty of us are happy with the contract extension and don't mind the shirt number. Uh, he likes that post. So you can tell that it specifically is to do with this. Let's bring in our first caller of, of the show. Let's bring in King. How you doing, mate? You're good. You're well. How you doing, fella? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Unfortunately, <laughs> it is for the wrong reasons. Um, I think, first of all, uh, as a supporter, we need to remember what is the meaning of being a supporter. And it's mm. to support mm. your team and the players playing for your team, right? Yes, we can have opinions, and we should have opinions, but it should never get personal, and it should never spread negativity in the sense of our own players feel the negativity. And that's not good. It's not good for the current players, and it's not good for the future players, because if you're a player and you see every time something happens and you see the backlash of Arsenal fans, maybe you don't want to join Arsenal then because of there's so much unnecessary spread of hatred and that's for me that is the issue like Thierry Henry Tom uh, was is my all-time favorite player mm. and especially for Arsenal uh, for me he was a hero um, it was a pleasure to watch him play football for Arsenal Football Club and he made the number 14 uh, number special for Arsenal Football Club yeah. and I think uh, Walcott when he got it He'd done a lot, and I think he he was never theory, but but he did a lot, and he, he could wear it with pride. And then obviously, when Aubameyang came, he was a, already a big name, and he came and he started scoring a lot of goals, and he won us the FA Cup and the Charity Shield. And then unfortunately, after that, after the big contract, it all fell down. But overall. Yeah. For the past three people that won it, it's been a joy to watch them play for Arsenal with that number. But that doesn't mean that if Eddie gets the number, that I can take my sentimental feeling about the number to have a negative opinion towards mm. him or personal opinion. That That's for me, that's the problem. You can say that, oh, Eddie has not deserved this number yet, or I think that maybe giving this number to Eddie will put unnecessary pressure on him to perform. And if he doesn't perform, it's going to be a backlash. You can have those opinions and you, you can talk about those opinions. 
but you cannot take this moment from this boy because Arsenal have decided that he's going to have the number. He's backed himself that he can wear this number. So let's now support him because he's going to be here. He's signed a long-time contract. Mm. What do we think? When will he play best for us, Tom? Is it when we back him or if we show hatred towards him? The thing about the number, and the thing, and I think you spoke really well there, by the way, about that. And sorry if I was looking down on my phone and stuff. I'm trying to sort out other callers at the same time. So I'm, I'm not ignoring you, I promise. Um, the point you said about specifically kind of that attachment that you've got with that number and obviously the appreciation you've got for what Thierry Henry did. And then, of course, what uh, Theo Walcott did. I mean, even that sense, you know, Theo Walcott got the number 14, you know, several years, of course, after he'd been at Arsenal, because he played throughout the, the end of the Thierry Henry era. He joined us, you know, in the mid-2000s. Remember when he played and scored in that, that League Cup final against Chelsea um, and then took that number 14. I, I think, obviously, he was looked at specifically as a player that, with potential, a player that could one day maybe move into a striker role for Arsenal. I don't think what we've seen from someone like Eddie Nketiah is what we saw from Theo Walcott yet. But in fairness, you know, Walcott was given loads of opportunities. Eddie hasn't yet. And in the small opportunity that we've seen from Nketiah in these last eight games, you know, I'm not saying that that shows me he's going to turn into a Thierry on re-level player. But it shows me that when you do give this kids, you know, consistent game time, he can deliver goals for you. So I'm not going to sit here and say... I think giving him the number 14 is is absolutely the right choice because I don't think I would sit out here and say, oh yeah, I would absolutely give Eddie Nketiah the number 14. He deserves it. I don't think that would be a fair point of view. But for me, King, like, I just don't care enough to, to message a player directly with this kind of abuse. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think for me, that's that's the issue because I'm, I my first reaction was, oh, I don't think... Uh, Eddie has done enough to deserve to wear the number 14. But my second reaction was that, okay, now he, they have given it to him. Now let's support him because he's been given the number. He's going to wear the number. So what is the point of me messaging Eddie and abusing him? What what will that achieve? Because it won't change the fact that he's going to wear the number 14. It's not going to help or, or motivate him wearing the number 14. And mm. It just shows that people can't control their emotional attachment versus uh, what is in reality. Mm. And it's sad. I really Uh, think it's sad, Tom. Let's read some of the comments as well from the chat box. Um, You're getting a lot of love, by the way, in the chat, as always, when King comes on the show, always a lot of love. Uh, Red says, if Eddie flops, we are stuck with him for, uh, for five years. No one else is going to pay him 100 grand a week. Again, this is not the conversation that we're having. You know, we can have a long discussion around the idea of giving Eddie and Ketty 100 grand a week. We can we can talk about whether or not a five-year contract or a contract at all is the right decision on another day. You know, the conversation that we're talking about is the the reaction. You know, it's the reaction that we're seeing online to this. And specifically, you know, so much of a reaction that both former players in the form of Ian Wright and current players in the form of Gabriel have come out. I mean, King, for me, if I'm a player looking to join Arsenal, you know, as we saw with Aaron Ramsdale, if we think back to that summer and Aaron Ramsdale had to turn off the comments on his own Instagram page, you know, this is the type of reaction that we can get 
it's going to start putting players off from coming to Arsenal because it's the reaction you could get. 100%. And that, that was my point in the beginning, that if this is what the fans are representing online, some players will look at it and see it's not worth it. Let me choose another club. And that will only hurt us as a club. And mm. as a supporter, if you do not support Eddie getting number 14, you don't have to go online and, and, and write about it. And you definitely don't have to write on his post or on Arsenal's post. Keep it for yourself. Have a rant at home. It's all right. Mm. Let it out and then move on. It's not that deep. I think the problem with fans today is that they take things too deep and too far. At the end of the day, it is just a number. No matter how much we love, no matter how much history, sentiment we have towards it, it is just a number. And no one deserves to feel belittled or get in hate because he chose to take that number, which was brave from him still. Mm, absolutely King thank you so much for coming on the show we're going to bring in our next caller but I really appreciate your time and, and it's always great to speak to you mate have a fantastic right. day thanks for having me on mate take care thanks care. man no worries see you later let's bring in our next caller in just a second Just going to read out a couple of super chats Sam thank you so much for the kind donation Right, said it right if you're not a fan if you're abusing our players regardless of the reason. I think there was also another super chat that I missed earlier on in the show, just scrolling up to try and find it. Whilst I do that, though, let's bring in our next guest. Lewis, how you doing, mate? You good? You well? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, Tom? You all right? Yeah, not bad, to be fair. I've had, I've, I've been feeling better uh, than I have mm. been over the last few days. But uh... I mean, you're an absolute trooper doing them 8am shows when you've been feeling rough. I've been keeping in and watching them, and I'm like, bloody hell, he's... Um... More committed than me, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, and thank you, Mo, as well, for the super chat, mate. A bench player will be wearing the number 14. Look, what do you make of kind of these reactions that you've seen today? Online? There's also a little bit of interference on your mic. I don't know if you want to take out your microphone and put it oh, back in, Lewis. But, uh, a bit better? That's better. Perfect. Oh, yes. lovely. Cool. So what's sure. your reaction to it, mate? I... So I listened to the Arsenal Vision podcast and Tim Stillman said he'd like to see Odegaard get the captain's armband because you think that type of player, you could squeeze another 5 or 10% out of him. He said mm. he thinks the same reason why uh, Emil Smith-Rowe had such a good scoring season, getting that number 10. If you'd have said to anyone he'll do double digits goal-scoring-wise last season, nobody would have thought that. And there's an argument that maybe um, you give somebody an iconic number as a, you know, aim for the stars, guess what? You might you might fail and hit the moon. And it's interesting to talk about, like, I've done a little bit of research for, before coming on. Walcott, by and large, underwhelming, but scored 108 goals in just under 400 appearances for us, which is about a similar hit rate of what Eddie's on in all kind of competitions for us so far. He's on 23 and I think, 92. If he leaves at the end of his contract... And he averages something like, I'll do the quick maths, 17 or 18 goals in all competitions. Mm. He'll beat Walcott's record. Mm. Now, I, I, and I think, and, and I just look at Eddie at the back end of the last season and I think, because everyone was like, he's a six yard box merchant. That's all he's good for. And then if you looked at those last half a dozen games, he's running the lines, he's got stronger, he's got a not got a great first touch, but it's a better and improved first touch. And you think 
give him a dozen games uh, consecutively, he might actually, you know, he could, I, I, I'm actually excited. I think he's going to be really good. I thought it would have been horrible if he'd have left. Yeah. I really do. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking must be out of my own here. No, I mean, look, I, I'm I'm kind of pleased to see him stay. I, I hope that it doesn't impact loads on our business in terms of what we do in, you know, the forward line because there's a lot of really important stuff that we need to do there. Hmm. The, the wage level, you know, I think obviously wages are something that's really misreported in terms of how they break down. But uh, hmm. it, is a, it is a lot of money. How do you feel about that? <sighs> Better the devil you know. I mean, like... Eh. So I work as a, I'm actually a recruitment consultant. That's my, that's my day job. And, yeah. you know, you have to go with what the market is all the time. I've got my, I work internally, mm. um, but some of my hiring managers from the company I work in go like, oh, that's a little bit on the high side. I'm like, but if we don't pay it, somebody else will. And it's right. the same thing with strikers, you know, a guy that he'll, he'll, he'll bang you 15 goals in all competitions without a doubt next season. And a 15 goal a season striker would be between 80 and 100 grand a week. And it's something else I think is kind of interesting because mm-hmm. I think you've said, you know, how it's reported could be slightly misconstrued. Are you telling me that we're going to say to him, you're going to be wearing the number 14 for Arsenal as a lifelong Arsenal fan? And we're going to do that for you, but we'll knock you 10 grand off what, say, Palace want to offer you or Brighton want to offer you. Are you telling me that Eddie is not thinking, I'm going to be number 14 for Arsenal? Mm-hmm. It's going to mean something to him. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think we've got to remember, he is a fan. He's not a he's not a, mer- a, a mercenary. He's, a, he's one of us. And I think, you know, £100 million worth of striking talent in centre-forward was bought just as he was meant to be coming into the... Uh, into his early years, he never got that opportunity because of mm. our development. And we put, you know, Lacazette and Ober ahead of him. But I think I'm excited. I think him and if we get in Jesus, yeah. I think the two of them are similar enough that they'll work in the system, but different enough that they will ask slightly different questions of each other, uh, of, of defences, even though it might be a bit more subtle than, say, a Skamaka or a, a Mitrovic or, you know, one of those types of players. I think there's slight variety in and up in their game. I mean, what do you think about it in terms of the, the, the number? And I know it's a lot of, yeah, you mentioned it's, a lot, it's a, a lot of pressure for yeah. him. It's a lot of money. Um, I understand what you're saying about Devil You Know, and I understand the idea. And I think you're right in saying a Premier League striker that scores 15 plus goals a season in the Premier League. You know, you're talking upwards of 100 grand a week. Easy, easy. He's not done that yet. And obviously, the thing about the Aubameyang contract was we gave a contract to a player for the things that he'd done, not for the things he was going to do. And that was looked at as an error with the benefit of hindsight, of course, with obviously he regressed after that. We are giving Eddie a contract with the, the foresight of trying to assume what he will bring to the club in the next five years. And look, players that succeed, no one talks about how much they're earning. You know, unless you're mm. like, the highest earning player in the world. If you're putting in a goal every every other game or a goal contribution every game, no one talks about how much you're earning. So if Eddie Nketiah starts next season and he's starting against Crystal Palace in the first game, which I think, to be honest, considering how much we've wanted a striker this summer, will be a bit of an annoyance to supporters, possibly, if Nketiah is starting against Palace. If he goes and scores, you know, and, and opens up the, the season with with a, a, several goals, no one will be talking about the idea of of that. Um, I want to just tackle this comment uh, from Melint, who says, this channel is acting as a mouthpiece 
of the club. This is a ridiculous decision. Tell it like it is. Look, this is the point of having this open forum. You know, if you want to come on the show, I don't think that the club would necessarily allow you to come on and, and really criticize Eddie Nketiah or criticize the decision. I'm giving you that power. So if you really, really want to come out and say your piece, look, send us a DM at the Guna Talk TV, Instagram, the Guna Talk. You can come on and you can criticize. I will question you, but you can come on and criticize. That is what this open forum is about. Everyone's entitled to their opinion as long as it is done respectfully. And it's that lack of respect, Lewis, that, that's really the spawn of this show. When you see those supporters online responding to those posts, I asked this question to King. Do you think that affects the possibility of signing players in the future and how they, how Arsenal fans are viewed? I know it's not the majority. It's a very loud, silent minority. But do you think it does affect how Arsenal, the Arsenal fan base as a whole is viewed by the wider and, and outer world? I think, I think it's a unique situation, I have to say. Um, uh, because if you think of the slightly underwhelming fanfare when we permanently signed Erdegaard and Tommy Ass who, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, That would, you know, you you might be a bit concerned, but look, Fabio Silva seems to be wanting to come to us over Spurs, even though, you know, um, you know, you've got Ivan Perisic doing that whole stupid thing like that. Is that the amount of trophies you've won, mate? That's the club that you'd be joining. You know, there's, I don't think it will affect players coming in. I think the problem we have is we know Eddie. Eddie has missed simple chances at iconic moments when he's been given the opportunity. And if you if you boil it down to the essence of it, if he scores that header against Everton, we don't lose that game and maybe we arrest a bit of a slump. And he's had other key moments like that. But like, you know... Like, would you say Kim Kalstrom is an Arsenal legend because he did have a really iconic moment of scoring a penalty? Probably not. But no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? That's what we're judging Eddie on. Okay, granted, he's had nearly 100 appearances for Arsenal, so it's not quite as ridiculous as mm. that. But he said, give me a run of games, and if I'm not scoring, I'll hold my hands up. We gave him a run of games partially because we didn't have a, chance, uh, a choice, but he repaid that faith, you know, uh, a brace against uh, Chelsea and a good brace, you know, and see him run the line really well. He looked like he's an in, he's becoming a more intelligent footballer. And I'd rather see him play with more intelligent footballers like Erdegaard, Saka. I don't know much about this Vieira, but if he's good, you know, he'll thrive off that. He could easily score, I think, a, a dozen goals for Brighton or Palace because they play decent football. But if you've got elite creators beneath him, and you're giving him 20 starts a season, I'd be surprised if he doesn't score at least nine goals in 20 starts. Mm. Yeah, look, at the end of the day, he's a finisher. You know, he's based, based around the chances that we're also creating for Eddie and Ketty. And if we're not, and if those chances aren't being created, then, then there's obviously going to be a service issue. The thing is, is Arsenal are looking to bring in creative players. You know, we've already brought in Fabio Vieira. It looks to be a deal that's, that's basically done at this stage. And if we can try and bring in more of those types of players, then great. That's that's ultimately what we want to see. Um, for those that are asking about coming on the show, if you're sending us a uh, Instagram message, it's just the Guna Talk on Instagram. Some people are saying they've sent in um, direct messages, but I've not received them. Uh, the ones that are saying that you have, make sure that you've got the right one. Um, it should come up on your screen, similar to to like that, just with the Guna Talk at the top, just the Guna Talk, or on Twitter at the Guna Talk TV on Twitter. So if you'd like to come on the show, then please make sure 
you do. Um, Lewis, just the last one before I let you go um, regarding this. Is there anything that we can do? You know, because we can talk about the problem all the live long day. Is the solution to this problem? I think Eddie must have known. Uh, He's he seen the vitriol in the club. He must have been in part expecting it would be divisive. But what I'd say is this: you see, I, I've been fortunate enough this year to go to a lot of a lot more games this season than I have in any other season, and inside the ground, there's belief and support for this manager, and I think that support will probably still be felt for Eddie when he pulls on the number 14 in front of the Emirates. And hopefully that will give him the energy to start performing on the pitch and hopefully then prove the haters wrong. There's nothing we can do other than if he, if he happens to be watching, you know, TGT at this moment in time, he'll, <laughs> it, it'd be not, it'd be a nice thought. Um, but, you know, a lot more fans are a lot more measured than the, vitriol on twitter and you just think oh, some people are so stupid it's so it's ridiculous well the hope is but, is that they realize the abuse is coming from people that let's face it are pretty stupid to be going online mm. and sending direct abuse to players well does, can, does can it, i just quickly ask you this though um, can, just that 20 second clip i saw of uh edu giving him the shirt saying this mm. is your new shirt 14 you deserved it now, if you look at the performance on the pitch, it, I think the jury's still out. But you get the feeling like that comes like from he's had a person, a sort of personal relationship in these negotiations, and he, him and his agent have been saying we just want to play, and say, like, well, show us what you can do. It feels like that's not just a thing. There seems like some form of a that he's genuinely happy for him, not that the, uh, the the director of the company has just done a platitude. There seems like there is something organic there, or am I just wanting to read too much into this situation because I'm, I'm a sucker for something that's good PR? I mean, Arsenal are very good at PR. Very, <laughs> very, very, very good at PR. So I'm not going to sit mm. here and try and pretend that that's not the case. But look... No, whatever happens during those videos and during those clips, you know, that they're going to want to create them. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that I don't think there's anything in those videos that isn't going to try and, you know, not get a rile out of the supporters. But, you know, just it's it's, it's going to be designed to try and maximize the, 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 the situation for the player, I think, rather than the, for the supporters. I think it was fully designed to show kind of how committed they are to Eddie, how hard they've worked to try and get that deal done him in the future do you think that's fair what suspicions do you have if any no i i I think he's look it's a five-year deal it first first things first it protects us he could have two mediocre years and we'll still probably sell him for 20 uh 20 mil and we'll probably just about break even on the contract which is good and we don't have to splash a ton of money on like an isaac because guess what we're really short up front so we have to go and pay somebody's release clause um I my only concern is can he can he squeeze that extra ten or twenty percent out of himself because he has put a target on his back by taking that number. But mm. I'm here for it because you know you've got to you know you've got to live up to those expectations and you know you look at I just 
I think we're going to see a different side of Eddie this year. He looks like he looks like he's grown up. Like he's 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 physically stronger. Yeah. You look at him; he's a bulky centre forward. I know he's not the tallest, but you know Ivan Tony ain't you know particularly tall, tall. But I mean, I know he's taller than Eddie, but mm. he's not. You know, he's not like a, a Peter Crouch type of thing. But it's that physicality that will that will run the defenses that will give that fear and. I'm 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 genuinely excited. I, I'm, maybe I'm a maybe I'm a mouthpiece for the club. I don't know. It's one of your other. I, I must be. That's, that's, I must be. It's a phrase I'm getting called a lot recently. I'm it's a bit of a weird one. Lewis, thank you so much for coming on the show, mate. I really My pleasure, it. mate. And uh, keep up the good work, all, as always, man. It's wicked. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Thanks very much indeed. I'll speak to you soon, bro. Have a good one. See you later, man. Bye. See ya, bye-bye. Let's bring on our next caller. Joining us uh, from Hampshire, it's Dan. How are you doing, Dan? You good, mate? You looking good? Looking well? Cheers. Thanks very much. Thanks very much for having me. It's the first time I've done any kind of interaction with anyone in the Arsenal well, I love sphere, how so. professional you already look at this. That's, that's the <laughs> Is this the, like a job or something? You're alluding to things going on behind the scenes there. Um, so, yeah, I've started content creation. I think I started, like, January 2021. Nice. So I've just started Not out. Fully so... lockdown sort of passion? Is that what it's from? Well, it's a passion of a number of things, like Arsenal, obviously, um, nice. film, TV and games. So the YouTube channel I do is based around all of my um, interests, essentially. Brilliant. Awesome. But it's, it's the first time I've been moved to come on and speak to you. And I really enjoy content like yourself and, um, Thanks, and Harry Simeo as well. Um, because you guys are who's really that? Bad. I don't know who you're talking about. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's good, he's a good <clears throat> No, I appreciate your time, mate, as always. Um, yeah, tell me, tell me what drove you to come on, either for or kind of against this situation. So, I'm I'm for the contract, um, mm. to be honest. Uh, I, I think that Eddie has done reasonably well since he's come in. Um, you know, he came off the bench against Norwich in that Carabao Cup game and scored a brace which nobody expected that you know at the time we were all thinking oh who's this eddie and ketia guy sort of thing came on and did that and mm. you know to to some extent although there was the disappointment around um finishing outside the top four i feel if it wasn't for his goals we wouldn't have got into that position to go to the last day of the season to to to, to fight for that top four race i'm i'm just a little bit fed up at how uh the fan this this seems and i think i feel like this has been going on ever since the kind of wenger out movement and all of that mm -hmm. that like every single time the 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 club do something that a portion of the fan base don't want to happen they do this and it's like it's unacceptable because at the end of the day look at it this way if Enketia didn't sign a contract and decided to go to crystal palace or go to brighton or let's say go back to chelsea Mm. for example, and he hit the ground running, then those same fans would be saying, why didn't we sign him up? We we could have done with him at the back end of the season, that kind of thing, you know? So it's just frustrating that we have to go through this every single time the club make a decision that a portion of the fan base don't like. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Paul James says here, I'm angry that some other fan channels are feeding into the abuse and with their presenters whipping up the bullies and cowards who have abused Eddie. Sad. Uh, Sam, and uh, thanks, by the way, Paul, for that. Um, Sam says, Tom, should we be questioning the club's decision to put Eddie in this position? Does it show a clear disconnect? I mean, to be, from my perspective, I think that Eddie actually would have kind of put this one as, as one of his demands, you know, to sign that new deal. I think he would have asked 
for that new contract to have that number 14 as part of it. And fair play to him if that is the case. You know, I, I appreciate that kind of level of ambition. But yeah. I, I'll ask you the same question, Dan, that I'll ask Lewis. Is there anything that can be done to kind of tackle this problem that clearly is festering and arguably worsening with the abuse that players and other pundits and, you know, other fan channels, as I'm sure you will unfortunately experience as, you know, treading on this path yourself. Is there anything that can be done, do you think? In what sense? Do you mean like can social media... Yeah, can social media companies do anything? Can the club try and do anything? Can we as creators do anything? Is there any kind of strategies that you could think of? I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but do, do you think there is anything that really could be done to stop? There's a lot, a lot to process in my it first is, time yeah, of being absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, social companies, social media companies could do a lot more in terms of like dealing with this. Um, I mean, the kind of facetious part of me would say just when these announcements go out. Arsenal from Arsenal or wherever it's coming from, just turn the comments off mm. so that doesn't come through. Um, but yeah, I think the main buck stops with the social media companies. The the you know, I'm not saying I'm not someone that necessarily believes that like we should be um, what's the word kind of policed in mm-hmm. terms of what we say. But at the same time, it's kind of like like you said earlier, this is the biggest like the probably the biggest moment in uh, in Ketia's career. And the one thing he doesn't want to see is his own supporters saying, you shouldn't be here. You don't deserve the number 14 shirt. Can I make a point about the number mm, 14 shirt? Absolutely. Quickly? I'm sorry to digress. No, no, of course, mate. Of course, mate. I said this um, on your on your chat as well, that like I don't, um, I don't really understand the kind of outrage over the number. Yes, I understand that Thierry Henry is mm. the king. And, yeah, absolutely. you know, he has made that shirt number iconic, but at the same time, I didn't see the same outrage when Emil Smith Rowe got the number 10 shirt. And some people mm. think that Dennis Burkamp is more of a legend than Thierry Henry. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see the same outrage when uh, Bakayo Saka got the number seven shirt. And again, Robert Perez and Liam Brady are mm. legends of the club as well. So I, again, I don't understand why there's this outrage. Of, and maybe it's because of his stature, because of the fact that he was mainly a substitute striker. But even going yeah. down to, to you know, Theo Walcott, like Theo Walcott did a job for us, but would you say that he emulated Thierry Henry, you know? So at the end of the day, they're just squad numbers. Someone has to take over that squad number eventually, you know? Mm. So I think the outrage over that is a little bit, again, you know, uncalled for and a little bit far-fetched but um yeah I can't think of any going back to your original question I, I can't think of anything really that yeah we can do other than what we're doing now which is calling it out yeah it's the sad reality I think you hit the nail on the head with the last point you said there I think calling it out is is ultimately always going to be the best way forwards if you see it online if you see it anywhere report it you know, it's not about being a snitch or a grass or letting people down talk you'll talk down to you about that sort of thing if you see these types of things report it it's simple as that it's quick it's easy and, and you can get it done dan thank you so much for coming on the show mate. i That's really right. appreciate it you know it's brave to come on the show first time and i think you've absolutely smashed it give your channel a shout out if you would like and tell people where they can find you yeah so um if you want to get in touch or subscribe um the the name of the channel is deep tv just in the in the name bit there and um you can follow me on twitter and instagram at pi underscore fog tv Fantastic. I'm on 48 subscribers, so I've got a long way to go before I'm up to what you're at. (laughs) 
<laughs> Let's get down to 100 today. Let's get him some subs, people. There you go. Yeah, make sure Cheers. you give him a follow and a sub. Thanks, Thanks Darren. Very much, really appreciate Tom. your time. Have I really one, appreciate the, the time. No Take care. No worries, thank mate. Massive thank you to Dan uh, for coming on the show. It takes, you know, it takes guts to come on the channel if you've never done it before. And I think Dan absolutely smashed it. Speaking of debuts, let's bring our next guest on. It's Oso. How you doing, Oso? You good? You well, my friend? Hey, man. I'm doing all right. How you doing, bro? Not bad. Not bad at all. Not uh, bad at all. Tell me I your feel... reaction to this situation. Oh, uh, man. Uh, I think it's very silly if you ask me, man. It's like people forget Ooh. about Arsenal. Like, what is our DNA? We're a team that, like, we groom young players, right? That's what we do. Eddie has done what he needs to do. He went out on loan to Leeds. Fair enough, and then go according to plan, but he scored. Mm. Right. His first touch as an Arsenal player, he scored. Mm. This boy literally is a bags man. Do you know what a bags man is? What we call it that. Gets goals. Home. Yeah. He just, he, look, this boy, he gets goals. Yeah. And for him, from what I'm hearing, yeah, he asked for the 14 jersey. But you know mm. what that means, like mentality wise? He's ready mm. to go. And I'm sure he's not going to be our like, starting striker, obviously. Hopefully, we get Jesus done, right? But with this guy, I have so much confidence in Eddie. It's ridiculous. So all the fan backlash, it really shouldn't be happening right now. What, what, yeah, I mean, have you? I'm assuming you've seen it. I'm assuming I'm not making this news to you. I'm assuming you've seen some of the backlash. Well, I have, it's, I have. It's, it's not like this is the first time that we've seen Arsenal fans. I, I should say some Arsenal fans. Always fair to, yeah. to not you know tarnish the entire fan base with the actions of just a, a small minority. But as I spoke to, to Lewis and Dan and, and to King about, it's a problem that I just seem to see increasing. You know, every single summer we see this. You know, I see on social media a couple of days into the transfer window. And, and you know, the, the online attacks on the club, the things you see replies to tweets. You know, there was, um, I think there was an in memoriam tweet uh, a couple of months ago uh, in response to. Uh, to a few things that we've seen. And you see in these in-memoriam tweets, you know, just the replies in these. What, what do you, When you see that, I mean, I've asked, the guys have been a bit divide, divided on this, but do you think it has an impact on the possibility of, of, of signing players? I know that this might seem mad, you know, the yeah. idea, why would a player look at that? But if I'm a player and I'm looking at Arsenal and I'm going, do I want to play for a club? I have no attachment to this club. You've got to take your Arsenal hat, fan hat off for a second. You go, you're, you're a player that's come from another country, coming from the outside, and you're thinking, do I want to play for this team? And all you're seeing is in replies to your comments, maybe you're not necessarily highly rated, or people don't really know who you are, and you're a bit of an unknown player. And all you're seeing is, don't come to Arsenal, don't join Arsenal, we don't want you, et cetera, et cetera. And it does happen. We saw it with Aaron Ramsdale, you know. Yeah, yeah. So do you think this can have an impact? Well, first of all, before I answer that question, in, in regards mm. to social media, I, Tom, I think there's something that they can do, but they're just not doing it, right? Yeah. They create all these AI all these different uh, machine learning functions, but you, are you trying to tell me that they can't create one that spots racism, abuse, and all these mm. sort of things? They're just not doing that. So be, that's a different topic for another day. Why they're not no, doing I think it? It's fair to bring it up. Absolutely. You know what I'm why, why they're not doing it? I will mm. never, never know. And you, yeah. you put up a photo, gets copyright clipped. You know what in a I mean? Second. Yeah. A second. And you're not, you're not trying to stop abuse. Well, you got an agenda, but I don't want to speculate about that. Um, mm. So to answer your question, um, Tell you what, though, like if I'm being really honest with you, because I play football sometimes, like very often. Mm -hmm. Um, yo, if Arsenal call me <laughs> to play for them and pay me 200 grand a week or 70 grand a week to come play for them, dude, I don't even need social media, you know what I mean? Like, what is social media? <laughs> I just mm -hmm. come play my football and just go home. I wouldn't really care about that, to be fair. I think players are used to this, they're accustomed to it, you know, they get abuses in stadiums, 
Yeah. It's part of it. You just have to have a picture. It's sad, isn't it? It's a sad it reality. It's horrible, it's natural. But Tom, these guys are making loads of money. So, I mean, you have to... Just have to yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I, I know that the context of it, you make, you're making that level and obviously you're in, you're in the public eye. Yeah. It's part of it. But I think Granite Xhaka, who's a player that we know divides opinion, spoke really well on the Players' Tribune yeah. about you know, the abuse that he'd faced uh, during his Arsenal career. You know, I've, I've been critical of him. I know that a lot of people have been even more critical of him than me. Um, but I, I suppose the kind of final question to ask is that you, you are seemingly happy about this, you know, the, the renewal of the contract. Um, yeah. Um, but the number does the number is the number a problem for you anyway? Would you have given well, him the number fourteen? I rather I rather an ask like a hidden boy have it mm. than like a new player. It's a really good point, actually. You know, yeah. like that's what so we're. Why doing would that. you say say we sign? I don't know. You know, Ozzyman or uh, no, like, I use I use Ozzyman as an as an example because obviously from outside say the Premier League. So yeah. Ozzyman or um, Darwin Nunez. I know he's going for Liverpool. Say we'd sign yeah. one of these strikers. Yeah. Would you have rather have seen, say, Eddie given the fourteen over someone coming from outside? Um, Ateta set a precedence right now. Yeah, he's given Saka seven. He's given um, Odegaard eight. You know, I wasn't expecting that. He gave mm. Smith Rowe ten. Bro, you might as well give Eddie. Like, come on, what does Eddie have to do? Like Tom, let's be real. What does Eddie have to do to convince fans that yo, listen here, score. I want three goals? He's gonna do yeah. that. You guys just be mm. patient. He's gonna do that. That boy. Did you see that? Um, that little interview he had, the podcast where he spoke about, I, I think it was an actor. Yes, with the beautiful game, guys. Yeah, really, 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 good, guys, yeah. really yeah. good, man. Bro, like, any, literally, what I thought about him, he just confirmed it there for me. The boy has thick skin. Everyone be patient. He's going to score, I promise you. And this Tillemans thing, yeah, I hope this, I like the Fabio Vieira signing. I love him. Yeah. Mm. I think the guy is going to add something. He's silky. Those are the kind yeah. of people we need. Like, he's just young. He's really young. He's going to, like, hold on to, like, you can't get the ball off him. The sort of guy I feel like he is. So basically, like I'm, I'm just hoping that doesn't affect the Tillerman deal. Please, Arsenal, because I hope it, I hope it works out. It's, it's, bro, it's like this at the moment. The team, yeah, we just, we need those options, man. We need those options. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Oh, so thank you so much for your time, mate. I really appreciate that. Thank you for coming on the show. It takes a lot, as I say, to make your debut, and, and you smashed it. Thanks, man. Is there any any shout outs, any plugs, Twitter account, anything uh, you'd like to give a shout out to? No, not really, man. I'm just, uh, yeah, just a lawyer, man. Just a boring lawyer. Just Keep doing personal, thing, man. Love yeah, man. But I would love Thanks to for coming on. I love this channel, man. Keep up. The Thanks, way. mate. I appreciate. It. That's really kind of you to say. Really appreciate yeah. that. Thanks, okay. mate. Have a good one. See you later. Bye, bye. Massive thank you um, to Oso um, and to Dan and to, to Lewis and to King for all coming on the channel and, and that. Uh, you may have noticed um, that so far we've not had any uh, people message that were specifically uh, against this. Uh, we've run out of time in today's edition of the show. Uh, so sorry if you're literally messaging me right now. Apologies, but we are going to finish up. But it's, it's ironic. You know, I read out some comments, I think, what, about 20 minutes into the show? It must have been about 20 minutes, 25 minutes maybe into the show asking, saying, look, if you were against this, if you if you didn't want to see Eddie and Ketia, if you were one of those people that jumped onto Eddie and Ketia's Twitter, Instagram, if you jumped onto Arsenal's Instagram, if you were one of those people that said this channel is a mouthpiece for the club and I have sat here and given you the opportunity to come on the show and you've said, oh, no, actually, I don't really want to do that. You know, I think it probably goes to show you what type of people these are, um, that when they are abusing players and when they are um, going onto social media and, and sending these awful things. And hopefully that the club and hopefully the players recognise that that is what these people are, is they're cowards. 
That's this is very, very simple. Is they're very much cowardly keyboard warriors and nothing more. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate your time. Massive thank you to the guys that came onto the channel to voice their opinions on this. It's great to see so much support, great to see so much togetherness in the chat box, and great to see so much, you know, unity in supporting. Eddie and Ketia. I hope he absolutely smashes it next season at Arsenal and continues to do so because Mikel Arteta clearly sees something in this kid. He clearly sees something special in this guy. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what he can bring to the team. You know, talking about number 14s, as I said at the start of the show, if you don't think he was the right player to get that number, I'm not going to criticize you for having that opinion. But if you want to go over and abuse on social media because, you know, you couldn't say it to his face, then... I just don't think you're an Arsenal fan. It's as simple as that. And probably, maybe they're not even Arsenal fans. Maybe they are just trolls. I will see you tomorrow morning, bright and early at 8am to keep you updated with all the latest Arsenal transfer news, of course, with the usual Q&As. We've got a couple of tactical breakdowns coming out for you next week. We're going to have our Marquinhos tactical breakdown. We uh, secured our tactical expert insight for that. Looking forward to bringing you a Marquinhos tactical breakdown special and hopefully one on Lissandro Martinez as well very soon too. Drop a like on the video if you've enjoyed it. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.